Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. How large are Haumea and Makemake? So Aria, thank you for this wonderful planetary science question. And it gives us the opportunity to talk about these incredible worlds. So first of all, what are Haumea and Makemake? So these are two dwarf planets in the outer reaches of the solar system, out in an area that we call the Kuiper Belt. So dwarf planets are the kind of third category of planets that we have. Dwarf is a word that means small. So most planetary scientists will consider anything that is rounded by its own gravity because of its mass, but not so, so massive that it becomes a star, consider those to be planets. So dwarfs are, dwarf planets are small planets. Now, the ones that we know of We've just started learning about these, really. But many of the ones that we know of are far away from where we are, and they tend to be made of ices and rocks. Now, there is one exception to the distance rule, and that is Ceres. Ceres is actually in the asteroid belt, and it was discovered a long time ago. It was discovered in 1801, and that's partly because it's so close to us, it's a lot easier to see. Now, Haumea and Makemake are very far out. They're still in the solar system. They're still orbiting around the sun, but they orbit much farther away than we do. So it's difficult to spot them. You're not going to be able to see them with a backyard telescope. We really need large observatories, really big telescopes to be able to spot these very, very distant objects. Now, Arya, your question was about their size. So these are smaller than Pluto and Aries, which are the larger, the largest of the dwarf planets that we know of. Pluto's actually just a little bit bigger. And then Haumea and Make, Make are our next largest known ones. So we talk about the size of an object. When we're talking about planets, we'll talk about its diameter. So if you think about a circle, or a ball that's from one side to the other side. If you ever hear radius, that just means half of that distance from the middle to the outside. So the diameter for Haumea is about 1600 kilometers. That's just over about a thousand miles. Now, the thing about Haumea is that Haumea is not, as far as we can tell, actually a circle or a ball. It's actually closer to an oval or an egg shape almost. And this is really cool because why we think this is happening is that we think that Haumea was actually hit by an impactor. A big rock or some sort of comet or something like that slammed into it at just the right angle that it got it spinning really, really, really fast. And so the edges are spreading out. Now this is happening with Earth as well. Earth is spinning, right? But Earth, it takes us about 24 hours to spin around just once. And so the equators are bulging out a little bit and the poles are flattened a little bit. Not so much that you'd really notice it, 
but Haumea is going really, really fast. It's going at about 3.9 hours per day or per soul, we'd call it. The soul is the amount of time it takes to spin around once. That was originally used in Mars planetology, but it's such a nice term, we use it for everything. So the, the solar day. So it takes about just under four hours to spin around once. So it's going so fast that it's spreading out into this kind of egg shape. So when we talk about its diameter, it's a, not a perfect circle. So if we were to squish it back into closer to a sphere shape, it would be a little bit less than that. Now, Make Make is about 1,400 kilometers, and that's about 900 miles or so. So these are the size of continents or big countries. When you're trying to picture in your head how big these worlds are, so they're not as big as Earth is or as big as Earth's moon, but they would take up huge chunks. You could imagine it like a giant continent like Africa or South America or something like that. But I told you that these planets are really far away, right? They are so far away that it takes them hundreds of years to go around the sun just once. So the question that might come up is, okay, well, how do we know how big they are if they're that far away? Do we have good photographs of them? Can we measure them? And at this point, we don't have very good images of them. We have just little points of light. The only dwarf planet in the Kuiper Belt that we've ever visited has been Pluto and Pluto's largest moon, Charon. And so we sent a spacecraft there and were able to take really beautiful, incredible images of them, but we actually had to send a mission to them. And we haven't sent a mission to any of these other worlds yet. So it just looks like a point of light, but that point of light is enough for scientists to actually figure out how big the object is. And there's a couple of things that we need to know. So when we study the light, light can give us a lot of information. So the first thing we're going to look at is we're going to look at the spectra. So that means the color of the light that is bouncing off of that planet. So the light from the sun goes all the way out there, hits the planet, then bounces all the way back and comes to our telescopes. Now, when we study the colors, the particular colors, then we can know a little bit about what the surface of the planet is made from. And this makes sense, right? It, it's kind of like here on Earth, if you were flying in an airplane and you looked down and you saw a bunch of green, you would think, oh, well, I'm probably looking down at trees or grass. But if you looked down and you saw a bunch of brown, you might think, hmm, I might be flying over the desert right now. I'm probably looking down at rock. Or if you see blue, you'd be looking down at water. Now, we can get more precise than that. We can figure out what particular kinds of chemicals we're seeing. So we can know what's on the surface of these planets. What are they made from? And one of the things that we see a lot of on them is water ice. Now, the other thing that we look at is the albedo. So albedo is how reflective the surface is. How much light does it bounce off? Now, let's think about Earth for this again. So let's say you are looking out at snow 
Have you ever seen this? Have you ever seen how bright, freshly fallen snow is? Or maybe you've seen sand on a beach, and the sand is a very light color. It, both of those things, they really reflect a lot of light, so much so that you might even want to wear sunglasses, even if it's in the middle of winter or on the beach, just because the, the light is bouncing back and hitting right into your eyes. Now, other surfaces, they are going to absorb more of that light and reflect less of it. So maybe dark garden soil that has a very low albedo. It doesn't it doesn't bounce very much off of it. So we can look at the spectra. We can look at the albedo of a of this point of light that's the planet, and it will tell us some clues about what that planet is made from. Now we know how far away it is, and so we can then combine that information, do a little bit of fun math, and the amount of light that's bouncing back to us is going to tell us about the size of the object, which is really cool. So we can figure out how big they are. Now, we are in luck because both Haumea and Makemake and most of the other dwarf planets we found, actually, Ceres being another one of those weird examples. Well, we're definitely going to have to talk more about Ceres. But most of them have moons. Yes, they have moons orbiting around them. Which means that we can do a little bit more math and figure out how much they how much mass they have. So how much stuff are they made from? So that gives us two really important pieces of information. We know how big they are, and we know how massive they are. And when we combine those together, we get their density. So density is how much stuff you have packed into a certain amount of space. And that can give us clues to what it's made from on the inside. So using all of those clues, we think that Haumea and Makemake are made from ices and rock, like Pluto that we've talked about as well. And many of the larger moons around the Jovian planets. So the Jovian planets would be the gas and the ice giants. The cores of these worlds are probably rocky silicates, kind of like the rocks that we have here on Earth, but with a lot of water mixed in there as well. So you could think about them almost like giant frozen balls of mud, because they're rocky and icy at the same time. And maybe they may have oceans underneath, they may have atmospheres, and we know that Haumea has rings. Yes, it even has a ring system. So there's a lot for us to learn about these worlds. The better the telescopes we get, the more we can study them. But really, the best that we could do is to actually send a mission to these worlds. And if we could actually orbiter, right, we could get a lot of information by just flying by and taking pictures as quick as we could. But if we could get something that orbited around it or even landed, we'd start to learn a lot more. So we have our fingers crossed that in the coming years, there will be more planetary missions to explore these incredible worlds because we still know so, so little about them. And yet we know a lot just from looking at the light. All right, 
Thank you so much, Arya. This was another fantastic question. And I really appreciate all of you listening, learning about space together. If you have questions that you'd like us to explore on the podcast, please have your folks send it into the email in the description. And as always, dark skies and remember to stay curious.